Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's fire up the waiver wire and break down Jacob deGrom's masterpiece up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, August 8th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's start off with some waiver wire pitchers. From this weekend, Reed Detmers has now allowed two earned runs or fewer in five straight starts. He has been awesome during that stretch. A 1.16 ERA, 0.94 whip over a strikeout per inning. George Kirby turned in his first quality start since July 2nd. Six innings, one run, eight strikeouts to zero walks in that one. Edward Cabrera tossed five no-hit innings in his return from the IL with eight strikeouts against the Chicago Cubs. He's 50% rostered. And then Kyle Gibson had a great start against the Marlins. Eight innings, one run, four strikeouts there. And he goes up against the Marlins once again this upcoming week. Scott, how do you rank these four? Detmers, Kirby, Cabrera, and Gibson. Well, Detmers has to go at the top of the list because he just looks like a completely different pitcher since returning from the minor leagues, regaining this his slider, the velocity's up on it, and and really just the effectiveness is up on it. You know, in those five starts, a 116 ERA, also 14% swinging strike rate, well more than a strikeout per inning, and all of them have been great. All of them have been great starts. He's He emphasized the slider even more 41% of the time he threw it in this start at Seattle over the weekend, and uh, I just have a ton of confidence in Reed Detmers right now. I think he's living up to his potential finally. George Springer's been pitching well, but... Did you just say George Springer, Scott? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I meant George Kirby is pitching well. And, uh, yeah, there is there does seem to be uh, maybe some dialing back of his innings right now because uh, they've been, as a rookie, you know, he's, he's kind of in uncharted territory with how much he's throwing right now. There's there's talk of maybe him skipping his next start. He only went four innings in his previous start. So that's something you have to be concerned about with him. But as well as he's pitched, I'm going to go George Kirby, number two. Very interesting in Edward Cabrera, though. Going to go hit with him, number three here. Of course, the five no-hit innings in his return. His first two starts in the majors this year, he allowed a combined three hits in 12 innings. You look at his minor league rehab assignment, he allowed one hit in 12 innings. There was a seven-hit start he had in the majors early this year, but if you take it out, Edward Cabrera's been pretty close to unhittable. There's some walk issues there, but he seems to have a diverse arsenal and seems to be really difficult to square out. So I think he's I think he's the number three choice here. Kyle Gibson is number four. He just doesn't have the upside to compare to this group, though. I, I think he is uh, useful with the right matchups like he has going against the Marlins this upcoming week. Let's talk about Jacob DeGrom, who was about as dominant as you will see him once again here on Sunday. He took a perfect game into the sixth inning against the Atlanta Braves. The final line, five and two-thirds, one hit, two runs allowed, 12 strikeouts to just one walk, 25 swinging strikes on 76 pitches. Just insane stuff from Jacob DeGrom, Scott. And 
Look, you can fall on two sides of the coin here because I understand why you would want to keep him around when you see the upside like this, but uh, I think he is about the biggest injury risk in fantasy baseball right now. So would you use this start, as we've talked about a lot recently, to try and flip Jacob DeGrom while he's healthy? Well, I think the important thing to remember is that you're playing with house money here. If if you're in the playoff hunt right now or you're in contention, if it's a Roto League uh, and you you had DeGrom stashed away all this time, you just got him back, that, that's like getting arguably well, potentially the most impactful player down the stretch, you, you got him for free, basically. And if DeGrom manages to stay healthy, uh, he, he could be the most impactful player down the stretch. At least I expect him to be the best pitcher. But that's a big if, obviously, especially, you know, he's come back throwing even harder than he was last year. Every year he seems to throw harder and harder. That uh, It makes him even more effective, but it also increases the injury risk, I would I would be willing to uh, to say. So... Look, I don't think there's a problem just riding it out and keeping your fingers crossed and just enjoying what he gives you. I, I think that's fine. I, you don't want to undersell him. I would probably at least shop him to see what I could get, but I would want to be overwhelmed by the return knowing how impactful DeGrom could be. I, I think I would need like a top 15 starting pitcher like a Max Freed and maybe also a good bat like a Teoscar Hernandez, somebody like that. If anything short of that, I'm probably just holding on to DeGrom. All right, let's wrap up here, Scott, with a few deep league middle infielders who are available. Luis Renjifo is batting 327 with three homers and four steals over his last 38 games. Paul DeYoung now has three homers in seven games since rejoining the Cardinals. Nick Gordon is hot over his last six games. He's got 10 hits, one homer, and two steals. And Jose Barrero, Reds prospect, had a double dong on Saturday. Scott, who's your favorite from that group? I think it's DeYoung, who is just back to being the everyday shortstop for the Cardinals. Uh, you mentioned three home runs in eight games since returning. He had six and nine prior to being called up. So that's nine in his last 17 between the majors and minors. He says he has a lot more confidence now. Uh, his manager says he's he's willing to go the other way with pitches now, not looking to pull everything. Uh, you know, just the normal stuff you hear with a player who's who's come out of a slump, but uh, we've seen DeYoung be a pretty impactful player in the fantasy in the past, and so hopefully he's getting back to that. The one of those four that I'd have very little interest in is Jose Barrero, even though he was a top prospect coming into the season. He had that two-homer game uh, on Saturday. But in the minors this year, the numbers were pretty terrible for Barrero. 209 batting average, 649 OPS, 37.6 strikeout. Uh, percent strikeout rate is it's just awful against minor league pitching so pass on Barrero for now all right for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage listen to the fantasy baseball today podcast on spotify apple podcast stitcher your smart speakers or anywhere else podcasts are found and thanks for listening to fantasy baseball today in five we'll be back again tomorrow morning bye-bye Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.